Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. There are many ways to access the internet. Some are faster than others and some can cost you a lot more. Deciding how you connect to the internet can be complicated and time-consuming. Not to mention figuring out how to balance cost and performance requires a little bit of technical knowledge. This week, I'll be covering the different ways you can connect to the internet and how to best balance the service and cost so you can get exactly what you need for the lowest possible price. One of the earliest ways to access the internet was by using existing telephone lines. This was called dial-up and its famous speed was 56K. This is incredibly slow for today's standards, but in the early days of the internet, this was one of the only options to connect to the internet. Just to put that speed in perspective, listening to Spotify typically requires 192K. That means you would need at least four dial-up connections just to stream audio. You can forget about watching Netflix at this speed. Now, the downside to this type of internet connection is that it is incredibly slow and will type a phone line. You may be thinking, okay, then why even mention this type of old technology? Believe it or not, there are some places in the United States where dial-up is the only option due to location or lack of other services. The next step up from dial-up is DSL. DSL stands for Digital Subscriber Line, and it uses a phone line just like dial-up. A difference, though, is that it doesn't tie up a phone line like dial-up does. This type of service is often very affordable and may be the only option in some areas. DSL is faster than dial-up, offering up to 10 megabits per second download and 1 megabit per second upload. Just to give that number some perspective, 10 Mbps or megabits per second is 10 million bits per second. Dial-up on the other hand is 56K, which is 56,000 bits per second. That's a complete order of magnitude different. This speed would allow for one normal stream of Netflix or YouTube, but not much else. This is doable for a small household or family that doesn't use much internet. DSL service will degrade depending on how far away you are from the service provider. The farther away you are, the slower their speeds will be. This isn't something you can find out on your own. However, a quick call to your local DSL providers should be able to provide you with some rough speed estimates. If possible, you should also consult with your neighbors to see what speeds they get with their DSL, or if they use some other type of service. This week's episode of the Tech Talker podcast is brought to you by SciWi. SciWi has the perfect gift for gadget-crazy dads and grads in your life. The SciWi Iris 4G is a new concept bringing mobile phone connectivity directly to the action camera. You have to see it to believe it. Just push a button on the side of the camera, friends and family then can join the action live. Imagine tagging along when your son is out mountain biking, when your daughter's out surfing those big waves, or when dad is wake surfing and makes his first big trick. This is the future of connecting our families and friends together, making sure we don't miss a moment of the good stuff. The SciOI Iris 4G is a unique gift that will be appreciated by everyone in the family, both near and far. SciOI has provided a special discount code just for our listeners. Use tech at checkout on SciOI.com and you'll save some cash. And that's SciOI.com and use promo code tech. And SciOI spelled S-I-O-E-Y-E dot com. Next is probably one of the most common ways that internet users connect, and that is broadband or cable internet. As the name suggests, the internet service comes into your house via coaxial cable, the very same cable that brings you cable TV. Cable internet comes into your residence and then plugs into a modem. This modem converts cable into a usable internet signal. Many companies will provide you with a modem-router combination. This type of internet can be extremely fast depending on who your service provider is and the service that they have in your area. For example, in my neighborhood, AT&T and Comcast both have service available. AT&T has a maximum download speed of 5 megabits per second, 
which is about enough to watch one YouTube video at a time. Comcast, on the other hand, has up to 200 megabits per second download available. The discrepancy has nothing to do with which company is better, rather what they have available in my area. Five minutes away from me, AT&T is king, and Comcast is the slow one. In this arena, it pays to shop around. If you check out internetprovidersbyzip.com, which you can find a link to in the show notes of today's episode, you can see what internet packages are available in your zip code. This list is pretty comprehensive, but to be sure, I would call companies near you and see what their current offerings are as well. The newest type of internet service coming out is fiber optic cable. This type of internet is extremely fast and can provide internet speeds in excess of one gigabit per second. Now, just to put that number in perspective, before we were talking about megabits per second, gigabits per second is measured in billion bits per second, which is screaming fast. That's easily five times faster than the fastest cable internet that I've seen. Fiber optic cable is different than cable internet in the way that the data is transmitted. In the cable internet that I just mentioned, the electrical signals are carried across a copper wire. Fiber optic cable is made up of flexible glass that transmits flashes of light instead of electrical signals. There's a lot of complex science behind why this is better and faster that I won't go into today, but fiber optic internet is by far the fastest available to consumers. However, it's not available to everyone, and even if it is available, it's generally much more expensive than traditional internet options. But if you can get it, I highly recommend it. The very last type of internet that I have to mention is satellite internet or wireless internet. This type of internet is generally the last resort for remote internet users who aren't close to any of the other options that I've mentioned. This type of internet uses radio waves to deliver internet to a receiver that converts those radio waves into usable internet. You can think of it kind of like how a cell phone tower gives your cell phone internet. The main downside about this type of internet is that it is extremely slow. And also there's typically a data cap on it to how much data you can actually use. So what should you be looking for in an internet service provider? I would recommend finding a provider that has the best pricing in your area for the speed. I'm not a fan of any one internet service provider considering that I've had awful customer service at all of them. As a minimum, I would suggest not going below 20 megabits per second download speed. This will allow you to stream video and perform other internet activities without a lot of interruption. It will also leave some room for multiple family members to use the internet at the same time. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep the technology simple. 